Welcome back to another edition of the Parrot Podcast. Uh, 40, again, has dogged the boys. Oh, well, can you blame him? Yeah, well, I guess if every prop forward is going to dog the... If Tim Mann is going to ask for a release, how can we expect 40 to stay around? I know. Uh, but We're going to miss we, him. We, What's we, the Tigers podcast called? No one even knows. Do- our podcast? Uh, what is it? Balmain Elites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the jungle. The mighty jungle. Sorry, on to what happened this week. Uh, oh, sorry, no. We're, we're joined by Birdie. Hey, how's it going? And Ham. Yep. And Hamish, your host. And then what happened this week? Shield, Ron Massey Cup, they had a buy. So we've only got results <laughs> in the flag and also reserve grade. So just uh, getting those up in the flag. It was another loss, wasn't it? Is that correct? Yeah. It's taking forever to load. 34-10 to the Sharks who were coming first. Yes, um, so unsurprising at the end, um, but unfortunate. A couple of players have dropped back down is, um, from that game, so... Um, well, they're not in this week's team list, so... Um, nobody got out to that. Everybody was away for the long weekend, enjoying themselves, but for that um, 80 minutes of hell on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, that I that I suffered through today. <laughs> All right, then on to reserve grade. Um, a team of no-names uh, for the Jets, given all of their injury woes. Uh, still, you put those first graders back down to Wentworthville, and they're, they're made 100% worse. And gosh, that team list this week looks even worse again. Um, but the final score in that game was 22-10. The Jets over the Magpies. Celesi Fai Inga being the only positive in that team, uh, scoring out only two tries. Nobody was out there for that one, so we'll jump right along to first grade action, which saw the Eels go down 42-22. to uh, Sivo, um, regardless of the result, is always going to bag a try, if not a double. And then a couple of garbage time tries to Josh Hoffman and Michael Jennings. Moses, three from four off the boot. Um, another disgusting, inept display defensively. Um, what were your takes? You can go, hey, uh, Ham. Oh, jeez, I don't think I want to. Um. Yeah, so I'd, I was I was lucky enough to avoid, well, maybe not lucky enough. I would have been better to hear spoilers, but I avoided spoilers all week camping out at Lake Lyle there. Um. Yeah, just I don't know. I think the the, the worst part, the absolute worst part of it, we were talking about it. Charles talking about it to Hamish just before the podcast. The absolute worst part of it was when we threw the ball around a bit, we backed ourselves, we backed our attack, we backed up each other in with the ball, fucking put on three tries in a row. So they had the ability to do it, they had the time to do it, they just didn't want to do it, which is, that was the worst part for me. Like, Obviously, having 42 points scored against you is not good, but it's the fact that we could have scored points makes it even worse than what it was. Yeah, well, I think, of course, Gutherson goes off in the first five minutes, um, and you've got Will Smith at fullback. <sighs> you know, Will Smith isn't a first grader, so let a, a first grade fullback. And then you've got David Gow playing at six all game. Obviously, your attack's going to be stunted, but that is no excuse for 42 points being put against you in defence. No, not at all. Can we just talk about that Gutherson thing, right? So, that come from a Sharks or a referee's mistake. Like we lose our captain and fullback for an entire eighty minute, basically an entire eighty minutes, because the referees decide all of a sudden, oh no, Gallon doesn't offload the ball; he has it stripped out. 
I'm like fuck me like the referees were just as it's, oh they're so incompetent they're so terrible they're, and, and I think the one that everybody's going to be smarting about is that um knock on just before first uh the the end of the first half where it was a clear knock on into our team I was watching it with my brother in Laramo oh. who's a sh- big Sharks fan and he just said he's dead set knocked that straight on yeah straight into um, Wolfsmith's head and that's a shark supporter watching it live. I don't know how you could miss that, but yeah. Um, um, just it just shows like I don't want to hate on BA, but if Sam is on the bench, like uh, I feel more comfortable with him in the centers and then you move Hoffman to wing and Fergo the fullback. But it just shows that if anything happens to to the king in the game, we're, we're screwed because if you're going to have to rely on David Gower to play five eight and Will Smith to play fullback, then just just forfeit the match because. It was a shit show. But it was even worse. Like, the first set, the, top, the Sharks, they were running 60, 70 metres a set. And, like, Matt Pryor, he's done nothing all year. And now he might be up for origin now. Like, it's just... They were just running so... They were running harder than us. Yeah, I'd put the put the brakes on that one. Didn't he run for, like, 30 metres last year? <laughs> off like yeah, eight exactly, carries or something exactly, in origin? It's just, we just play <laughs> halfbacks and we play props into form. And, like, if it, like if Fafina didn't pledge his allegiance to um, uh, Tonga... And he and he was up for debate to whether or not play for set of version two. He'd be playing, but it's just. And then you look at Wade Graham. A guy's coming back from an ACL, and he looks like he hasn't missed a beat. He was just. He was on fire. He was setting up. He was setting up line breaks. He was run. He was running damaging lines. It's just. I don't know what they're scared to tackle. Like, it's just they're just too scared to drive a shoulder in. Like our line oh. speed is weak. It's just you look at it like, oh, it's just disgusting. It's it's. Piss poor, pathetic. Like, and what doesn't help is Wenny. Like, surely someone in Wenny's going to be pushing for spots or put it, put in competition. But they just know, like, the first graders know we can slack off. What's the coach's not going to drop all of us? Surely, a lady's going to bring someone. Like, he'll drop someone. The props, and he'll bring up the props he dropped earlier. It's just the team. It's just the same attitude last year. They don't give a shit. I reckon. And as soon as something goes bad, they just all give up. They're all weak. You know. You know. You talk about weak contact and everything. Um, it was a no try in the end because he knocked on. I think it was Jack Williams, right? So he got a ball off an offload, which Penny Terrapo was part of that tackle. And Penny Terrapo ha- has just awful first up contact in defence. He might have a great percentage, but his contact, he, he's a pillow. And anyway, so when that offload's thrown, Penny stops. The ball moves two metres away from him when they're five metres out. He stops. He wasn't the only one to stop. It was in that that um, knock on from from Junior Paulo, and the whole team just stopped and look. <laughs> that was a party trick picked up by um, Ueli, and then an easy pass, and they're straight over because everybody just stopped. There's no effort. There's no attention no, to I'm, detail. I'm ta- there's no mental about, toughness. I'm talking about the one before where we got the twenty meter tap. No, no, no. I know what you're talking like about. All but I'm saying they're all spectators. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. As in, you know, there's nobody that there's no sense of urgency. It's just. Everybody's ball watching and waiting for somebody else to do something. And uh, and Paul Moses is going to cop a lot of abuse because he's going to be on 800k. Okay, he deserves some abuse, but surely look, look, even go back to the Cowboys game. Their forwards laid a platform and their makeshift back line, who have probably about four or five Will Smiths, and they still beat us. Like the forwards aren't doing nothing. It's just, and then it's just stupid. Like Tepai again, once again, he tackles a guy. He tackles the leg. What more does he have to do? Like, seriously, what more? When are people going to realize that this is a stupid penalty and they're going to learn from it? Do they, does it come up in a video session? Because they just keep doing stupid penalties. It's just it's just so stupid what they do. 
that's like Bertie, you, you talked there about Moses not getting it right Early, like I think it was about the 15 minute period I'm not sh- exactly sure when but there was a period where we had a lot of ball we had a lot of good ball Moses kicks on the third tackle when there was nothing on like that's his fault it's his fault that he's putting up I understand that he's the only kicker but like he's putting up the same shit kick and then all of a sudden later in the game he puts up this spiral bomb that has Moylan going what the fuck do I have to, what do I do what do I do here but, and then before that he's putting up shit house cross field there was one kick there I didn't even I, it was it had to be a miss kick surely it had to be a miss kick because yeah it went dead it went they put it in goals five metres in the air yeah. Fecky caught it at his chest and there was no chase or yeah. there was a chase they didn't have a chance to get to put pressure on <laughs> so you know you can blame there, there is part where you can blame forwards yeah but also Moses does need it because you know he is going to be paid the bigger dollars not as much as you know Ash Taylor Nathan Cleary who obviously don't have as much talent that he does but he's still as inconsistent as he was when he was on six hundred thousand dollars. It's just, and like, and then you got Marnie. Like, so there's just they, obviously I don't know if they knew the conditions, but a lot of their kicks were like, like they've was too hot off the ball. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and I, I don't know if it's just a Marnie thing, but like I've noticed he's service at a dummy half. He like waits a second before he picks it up and then throws it. Like maybe he's trying to make sure, like he doesn't knock it on from the guy playing the ball, but. Every time he picks up the ball, the Sharks are already off their line and they're about two, three steps, you know, um, on the go. It's just, I don't know, it's just nitpicking. I think or, we play our passes too wide. Yeah, but... We, we play, like, you know, it's because Reedy can pass that long. All of a sudden, we're, oh, we'll start 30 metres wide of the ruck rather than 15 metres wide of the ruck and then use some shapes. Oh, we'll pass it 30 metres wide of the ruck, play ourselves to a side, like, play ourselves into a sideline at... I, it doesn't make sense. And the, and, the, and then he went to kick for pen, uh, for a penalty touch, Moses. He went too far, a bit off too much that he could shoot. Like, all season I've been abusing, like, our kicks have been 10 metres only. I'm not going to abuse him for that, but it just seems what could go wrong went wrong. And it's just... you got to put it out. I don't, yeah. To be honest, I'd rather go five metres than not have a go out. Yeah, it's unforgivable. And that's, again, the, the lack of attention to detail. And, um, you know, you could, you could give Moses a bit of a... Of course, our fifth table options were terrible, but you could give him a bit of a pass mark because he's been the only half or really controlling player in that team, given, you know, the sixes he's been playing with, Will Smith, etc. Um, but his defence on Saturday night was diabolical, um, especially that Fafita try. I know he got put one-on-one, but he didn't even put his body there. He just tried to rake at the ball as opposed to, to actually putting his shoulder in behind, um, taking the easy option and um, just letting in that try way too easily. So, um, yeah, not good enough again on Friday night. Uh, they get a chance to back up against the Broncos, who are one uh, are behind us only on one point of differential. Um, so if we want to try to retain our top eight spot, we've got to beat the Broncos, or otherwise, if they beat us by one point, they're in front, um, plus having plus two um, as well. So on that, middle forwards, we're going to get a couple coming back and, and one moving on. Do we want to move to the news? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll start with the news is Mitch yeah. Moses signed. Is it three years? Three years, 2.5 mil. Yeah, I think that's a year too long. But Yeah, um, I, I 100% agree. I think we've got some good young kids coming through. And, you know, you don't want to always pin your hopes on the young ones coming through. 
but at the same time, you got to give them an opportunity and go, well, look, there is not there is a spot there. You've got to make it your own. And we've seen with Dill's come through, he's only played three games. Who does everyone want back? Dylan Brown. Everyone's saying, you know, Dylan, he was he was obviously a good foil for Mitchell Moses, who needs help, and who are we looking to? An eighteen year old half that we've had come through our system. Does that mean does that mean the ones below are like what three years away, you reckon, for first grade, or do you think they they could be within the next twelve, eighteen months, like? I think we you, the two you're looking at at the, the, the absolute closest to type Joe Taipari and Bailey Biondiotto. Joey if he didn't have his ACL last year, I reckon he would be pretty close going into 2020. But because the ACL injury, I reckon 2021 would be his. Actually, but if not, if neither of them get injuries, I think you'd be looking at 2021 for the both of them. Just because both are talented. Bailey's on the smaller side, which will hinder him a bit. But his kicking game's unreal. He's done pretty well and Taipari come back from an ACL he's already playing um, reserve grade I'm not sure what's happening this week I think he might be a late inclusion but you know they're already he's already played he's already playing reserve grade he's doing pretty well from you know compared to any standards so yeah I just I think I suppose you can always get rid of Moses early if anyone wants him in 2021 but um yeah I, I I just think you've got to give them a crack and a three year deal just sort of says to them well the the gates closed for three years and then on to the next bit of news which is um, apparently Tim Manor has requested a release from the last year he's playing contract from what I understand the Eels um, we're only told on Monday uh, he's got something lined up with the West Tigers to the end of the year and then looking for a deal over in ESL next year. Um, so um, somebody who's been around, the last player from 2009 to still be at the club, um, but given we've achieved nothing in the t- last 10 years, I don't see that as being a whole negative, uh, even though it probably was a bit of a shock to everybody's system, um, giving you, well, at least I always thought he was going to be a one-club player. Yeah, it's it's a shame because you know Tim Sutt is not only a good guy, he's, despite what people have said about him, he's he's been our most consistent forward, and I guess that's not really saying a lot over the past ten years. But he's never been as bad as what people say. I think he's he's a not a great player, he's an above average player, and he's always been consistent for the for the team. And I thought he's really stepped it up this year and. I think he's been the most consistent prop that we've had this year. You know, you've had your junior Paulo, who was, you know, smashed out massive minutes. And but when when we needed the energy to be picked up off the bench, who was there was Tim Manor. When we wanted to start well against the um, oh shit, when did he start? What game? Souths. No, so no, no, it was well before that because he had been dropped by then. When was our last win? Outside of South? Uh-huh. Wasn't the, That's a good question. Yeah. Dragons, maybe? No, it was after. But anyway, so we had a poor start against the Dragons. I think it was the next week he it's started. Storm. No, it wouldn't have been the Storm then. Well, Jesus, that's bad. But I just remember, like, when we needed energy lifted and tempo lifted and 
a role on, he would come off the bench and do it because that was his role. You see a lot of guys that come off the bench, they just sort of got to ease themselves into games, whereas Timmy was bang, straight on, making an impact. So, you know, if he wants to, if it's him that's requested the release, I can understand why, and good on him because he does deserve to be playing first grade. I just wish it was for Parramatta, and I'd rather it, I'd rather him in the team over uh, Penny Terrapo or or Penny uh, Tepai Moroa at the moment. I think he's better than those two players, and he's uh, he's got the experience, he's got the captaincy, he's got um, the Parramatta brand. He's he would bleed blue and gold, I think. Yeah, I look, I'm. I don't mind if we um, release him because I can see we're trying to help him secure a future deal. Like, he's not going to... Like, Super League is where he's going to end up, right? And I don't think Super League are going to come out to Wentworth Hill on a Wednesday Sunday, have a chip roll and watch him play. Like, when they he, should. <laughs> yeah, they should just for a second. <laughs> but when, he, when he's a bad place right now for players, it's not, gonna, it's not helping anyone. Name another, name another, uh, name a positive for playing for Winnie. Like, so I understand that. I'm just shocked that he won't be playing for Parramatta, all. and that come what after the buy we got the Tigers away, but at home, and I just, I just fear that he's going to get um, a bad reception. But yeah, I'm just yeah, shocked that out of all people, Manor really like it explains why he got dropped. You know, because I was wondering why he got. I, I know why Tacker and all and um, Alvaro got dropped because they've been shit. But matter really? That just explains. That answers a few uh, the question. So yeah. Well, I think that's about it for our news this week. Um, but obviously, completely lacking in the middle um, of the field. So if we are to release him, um, I mean, if, it's if, if be... it means that we secure a, an elite prop or a, a really good prop this year and continuing well then obviously it is a good move or you know i think it might be a bit late now but if you promoted stefano and he starts playing next week because he's been you know despite that winning team he's been putting up some good numbers there he makes like 11 meters a run he's making about 25 tackles in his 40 or so minutes so he's obviously doing something right despite Wenty's shortcomings in everything else <laughs> Yeah, well, the word was uh, Matt Lodge, apparently, but he's not even off contract until the end of next year, so for the 2021 season. Yeah, so, I mean, um, a lot, when that sort of stuff happens, you do usually see them um, mid, mid-year signings, and especially when it happens that early. I think Angus Crichton was an exception to the rule. Usually you see players move once it's, once it's done. Yeah, that is true. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't look likely at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know who we're going to bring in. Um, but, to be honest, uh, we we need some reinforcements, especially in the middle of, of the field, because that's where we've been lacking it. It's, you know, no no um, secret that we've been lacking in the middle third of the field for a long period of time. Yeah, and we um, need some know. experience there losing Timmy, because you want to be losing 250 games of experience and putting in... A fifty game or even a hundred or a hundred game would be all right, but anything fifty and less is is not a good swap. Yep. Um, and as you've seen from the Broncos, they've got a good pack this year, but they're very inexperienced, and their best and their worst games are pretty much poles apart. Um, so, yeah. Um, but uh, 
I guess that gives an opportunity to some other players coming up after June 30. Um, and again, there'll be more news about player signings, re-signings and um, turfings uh, coming up in the next um, however long, I guess, up to June 30. All right, other than that, let's get to next week's games. So starting off, um, so we had a global buy in the Ron Massey um, and the Shield. Uh, but this week we start with the Shield, which has... And you've got a joke lined up, don't you? Guildford Owls. No, they're playing at McCready Park. Yeah, that's Guildford. Yeah. Who wants to go over to Guildford? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Guildford Owls in fourth, <laughs> playing Penrith Brothers in 11th. Um. <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible. That's need, we need to laugh, though. That, we need to laugh. That's for You 40. can only laugh in times like this. Yeah. Well, I got a good story. I got a good story about why I'm not laughing, but that'll come up at the end of the match. Oh the no! Match. Don't tell me like, oh, I'm gonna look like an asshole. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's just a, a story, and hopefully you can all share in my combined misery. Um, but, but on to um, on to the next match, the glorious Wentworthville Magpies in the Ron Massey Cup, led by beautiful Bo. First position, <laughs> taking on Camera Matter in seventh at three p.m. on Sunday, the sixteenth of June. Sorry to cut in there. Um, did is the misery that you went up to Bo Henry asked for a photo and he said, "No, mate, only twelve and under." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, um, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Building the suspense. I'm, I'm gonna. Suspense. Oh, I'm gonna look more like an asshole, aren't I? No, no, not at all. Okay, that's alright then. <laughs> uh, um, all right, then on to the Jersey flag. Um, there's a couple of ins, a couple of outs. But Eels in 11th taking on the Warriors in 9th, 3pm on Saturday the 15th of June. Why is this at McCready Park? Because New South Wales. It'll change. It'll change. It will. It will. But, but the other game's at North Harbour Stadium, so why would they play one in New Zealand and one? The weird thing is next time we play the Warriors in Jersey flag and Warriors in um, Canterbury Cup, swapped over again so mm. I don't know I'd, yeah <laughs> solid New South Wales rugby league will be the bane of my the bane of my existence <laughs> alright so there's a couple of players out in that um, so Tassapale in Tapatautai in oh they're all sort of there um, John Fanua what's happened there um, he's gone back to his Tongan name of Sioni Fanua obviously <laughs> same person Oh. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so, it's so stupid and odd and... Uh, I don't get oh, it. Oh, and then you've got Vi Tapatautai and then they've got Lafussi Vi Tapatautai. Yeah. I know. Oh, okay. But PJ's in. or oh, out, sorry. It's... The, it's... Yeah. Um, in any event, Jesse Cronin at lock. Um, Charbel Tessapale playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he had something to do... I think he had a detached retina or something like... It was such a weird injury and he was out well, for such a long time. Well, Birdie's the man to talk to about that. About what, sorry? Yes. Detached retinas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the IA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a feeling. <laughs> Unless you have a retina somewhere else in your body. <laughs> I, was just, I was just trying to think, how, how, how would I be of assistance to this pod? And I realised, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can help you with that. Um, but in any event, you'd, you'd hope them getting a win this weekend. Um, it's a fairly full-strength team. Um, 
up against the Warriors, just looking at their team list, they've got a stack of players in and a stack of players out. So It um, all depends. This could be the reserve-grade team dropping back. <laughs> so you never know, but because, again, I, the, the only player I heard of at the Warriors was Paul Turner. I have no idea why I've heard the name Paul Turner before. Well, there's a Isaiah Vargana. I wonder if he's a relation to the old Vargana. Could be. Or Vargana. Vargana. Mm. Uh, and then there's Alessa Katoa. I wonder if he's a relation to some other. Oh, there's a Massimar as well. Didn't we have a couple of Massimars playing for us? Yeah, we had um, Tevita Massimar in the SG ball this year. All right, well, let's get on to the next game, which is the Warriors taking on the Wentworthville Magpies. Warriors in 10th, Magpies in 9th at 8.45am. Oh, because it's over in New Zealand um, at North Harbour Stadium. Um, oh, happy Parawangi. That's a, that's a blast from the past. Scottish, <laughs> fucking Scottish greatest back ever, eh? Hey? Is that him? No, he's Ireland. 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 Come on, at- as if Appy Pefferangi would be from Scotland. It's obviously it's clearly an Irish name. Oh yeah, it's it's the Ferengi, eh? <laughs> hey. That's yeah, that good Ferengi. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in any event, looking at that, um, Solomon Carter's playing back there, and Adam Keegan, Chanel, yeah, Harris, Tavita. Solomon Carter's coming up against Josh Minhinick, so. Oh yeah, I'll tell shit. you what, he's got his work cut out for him. I'll tell you, uh, he better. Because I'm telling you, Minhinik flies, and Carter should be playing prop with how he, how his um, lateral movement. And you'll be um he'll be thankful that he's not even up against Ethan Parry either. So. Oh, Eth with uh, his younger brother signing officially signing this week for four years, so that'll be a big roost for the Pazrat. So do we know if um Brad Keegan and Adam Keegan are related? Cousins, there you are. So they'll be up against each other. Although Brad coming off the interchange bench. And Peaky Rogers, haven't seen him in Wentworthville for a little while. Good old um, utility special. And Stefano Atuikamano, Oregon Kafusi starting. Tep Moroa named at a second row in that team. Um, so he's been told to go work on some things back in reserve grade. Um, hopefully it'll be that first up contact that he's working on. Um, this this game will be on telly, won't it? It has to be. I can't say whether or not it is, but that might just be in New South Wales Rugby League. It doesn't actually tell you. Yeah. Um, Does Fox Sports have an online... Um, what, day, what day is it on again? Saturday. Right, well, while we're getting yeah. to that, then we'll get up to yeah. the... Um, <laughs> if, if one of you can look that up, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. But then we'll get on to first grade. Um, so back to a full round. Nobody's origin affected this round. Um, unfortunate for us, it'd, it'd be a real help if we could get an origin affected Broncos because we need all the help we can get at the moment. Uh, but on to that. So team list dropped today. Um, Gutherson's back at fullback. Um, after suffering that head knock, it looks like he's going to pull through the concussion protocols. On the wings, Makasivo and J- Blake Ferguson. Centres, Michael Jennings, Josh Hoffman. Uh, the halves pairing, Jamin Salmon makes a return, and Mitch Moses as well. Um, I don't know why Jamin Salmon was tossed out of the team, um, but it's good to have him back because it's just it was ridiculous that some of these players playing like garbage. But a bloke that's putting in every week um, gets dropped. Um, I don't understand it. Hooker, Reed Marnie, uh, starting forwards, Kane Evans, Junior Paulo. Uh, that back, <laughs> yeah, Porno. <laughs> <Junior> porno. 
<laughs> you don't want to be oh. looking that up. No. no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. I'll have to prosecute myself. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the- oh. I'm all right. Second row, <laughs> uh, Nathan Brown starting lock. That's great. He really put in last week. Oh, um, what although- a difference he made! Seriously, some hard running, and he actually went on to put a shot on in defence, which I haven't seen for oh, since Nathan Brown's been injured, actually. And then also second row, Sean Lane, Manu Ma'u. Ma'u running hard again. He was one of the only ones running hard on the weekend. Um, and I thought Michael Jennings, um, you know, had a quietly good game as well um, out of that team. But, you know, there's just too many negatives, especially in the middle of the field. Then another recall for Ray Stone. Thank You know, another bloke that puts in every week. And I know he had a couple of errors in that game against, um, against Souths, but... At least he's trying hard, and when you put that up against like a Penny Terrapo, who's just garbage, um, yeah. Penny Terrapo, David Gower, and Marada Niakore. The extended reserves are Dan Alvaro, Tetmaro, Brad Takarangi, and Will Smith. Um, Brad Takarangi named in the halves for the Eels, isn't he? In in reserve grade. Yeah. Fuck, that's a terrible halves pairing. Brad Takarangi, Will Smith. Jeez. It's different. It's exciting. It'll be interesting it's to awful. watch. It'll be exciting <laughs> to watch. I reckon. Because Taipari, has, he hasn't been named unless he's been injured, but from what my sources, my secret sources tell me, he wasn't injured on the weekend. Um, oh, that's what I forgot to mention. Noel Okafalau has apparently redone his ACL oh, on the shit. same day. Oh, so, yeah, that's uh, really unfortunate for young Noel. He was coming back and playing really well, so... At least it's not Luke um, Kelly and uh, Ben Roberts combo. Gee, that's a flash <laughs> in the past. And then on to the Broncos, which sees Darius Boyd at fullback. On the wings, Corey Oates and Jamin Asako. At centres is Tony Staggs and Shibasaki. Half pairing of Anthony Milford. And Sean O'Sullivan comes in after... Um, did he do his knee? No, he had a syndesmosis, Tom Dearden, but he's got to get it... Um, some surgery on it. Uh, forward starting props up Matt Lodge, Payne Hass, and then Jake Turpin, um, number nine. God, he's a funny looking bloke. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, second row David Favita, Matt Gillette, and at lock Tavita Pangai Jr. The interchange bench is Andrew McCulloch. Potentially, he could come back start. I don't know. He seems to be back a bit early from his injury. I don't know. The year's just gone fast. Uh, Jaden Sewer, Thomas Flegler, and Pat Carrigan. Extended bench, Richie Kenner, uh, Sean Fenson, Patrick Margot, and James Seguiaro. Um, from both those team lists, I can't see them changing too much other than potentially Andrew McCulloch starting in place of Jake Turpin for the Broncos. Which, Because Jake Turpin's got some high praises about him from his junior days, so. Yeah, he seems a bit of a smart dummy, half eyes up, plays what's in front of him, doesn't mind to have, um, you know, a run, so um, could, be could be a net positive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit grim this week, isn't it? Yep, so um, again, I think we can certainly get things done, uh, but it falls down to that forward pack and whether or not they're willing to have a go and back themselves in defence. They're back at home, um, 7.30 Saturday, the 15th of June. Unfortunately, I won't make this one because it's my wife's birthday and she'd probably kill me if I went to the football instead of know, doing something for her. How, how, tell you what, how self-centred. Um, <laughs> uh, Eel slot favourites, dollar eighty. We're favourites, no. No, I'm sure. I suppose because we're home, but even even then, 
weird. Yeah, I just... Yeah. It, I, honestly, I'm going to be 100% honest here, and it's not sentimentality or anything. I think if we run out there with a the more experienced pack, with Timmy in there, which won't happen, can't happen, we could win this game. I just think that experience um, could beat the Broncos' young pack, and then you're looking at their... Um, in inconsistent halves pairing because they've gone through a few this year, haven't they? But then so have we. So we've got a pretty yeah. Well, they've mix. only they've sort of forced change with the six, so um, due to injuries. Yeah, it's 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 a hard one. I don't know. All we've got to do is make a line break because we know Darius ain't tackling. So unless <laughs> unless we just need Sivo, we- <laughs> to Sivo and get him to make a just give it to him. Say Sivo. But Mind not, break, but and not, then yeah, knowing our luck, Darius will play tackle everyone. You know, he'll be on, on fire. Well, you want to talk about some la- bad luck? Um, head referee Henry Perinara, and that's not to say he's biased against us. He's just generally shit. Just, so. incom- <laughs> just, just he's the incompetent of incompetence. He is the king of king in that instance. Uh yeah, he's yeah. That's just need us, but I suppose we just need the home field advantage. Just need people to get out there. Yeah, don't don't make it look like the West Tigers game. Um, completely empty stadium. It looked awful. Was it? Oh my goodness! But it was their home ground. That's what we've heard all. all it was their jungle. Yes. Yeah. You know what's a good stat? What is it? Seventy six to six at their their jungle. Oh, oh really? Because I've I su- I'm <laughs> two games. I, I seriously got home at like three o'clock this afternoon. I got home, unpacked, had a shower, watched the footy. So I haven't seen anything. There's no way that was the score. Yeah. No, no, sorry, sorry. That's the total across the two games. <gasps> oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> that yeah. makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That t- t- two, game, two games. At, uh, uh, <laughs> so we beat them 51 to 6, six. and, and then, then the Raiders beat them 28 nil. My so, goodness. They must, yeah. they must. Oh, sorry, 70, 79 to six. That's what it is. They must like kicking off at the new stadium, uh, Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> must be a nice middle. They're pretty good at it. Um, all right. Well, let's get to our um, what we think is going to happen on Saturday night, Birdie. Your prediction. Uh, usually, I'm optimistic and I'm like, we're going to win thirteen plus. But I'm thinking we're going to win uh, eighteen, sixteen, and. Uh, first try scorer is going to be Maker Sivo. I just want the forwards. We've got a. I'm not going to say we've got an experienced pack, but we've got an older pack. And surely, if like this should take us as a challenge, you don't want the youngs, the youngs, you know, the young props or the young forward pack to outmuscle you and out infuse you. Like you want to show them who the boss is. And this is this. This should be a challenge for the pro, uh, the the forward pack. You know, show them your your uh, your veterans in this game in this league and. Yeah, just don't take a backward step, you know. Just go forward. But uh, I have this. This could go either way. I'm, I'm planning on going to the game. Hopefully, you know, I'm all right. Like I'm not sick or anything. But um, are you catching the train? No, I'm driving. Fuck that. Oh, if I catch a train, so I'm I, definitely no one can talk to you this time. Oh, that's no, all right. Maybe hopefully my mate Dave will be there. I think that's his name. I can't remember his name. But um, maybe Darren is it. I don't know. But um, it was Darren. It was definitely Darren. 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 Yeah, definitely. Hey, Darren. Darren. How's it going? We yeah. definitely remember your name. <laughs> but um. No, I just, oh, I don't know. I just, I just want. Hopefully, Salmon. Maybe I don't know why he got dropped. Maybe he's got a different attitude. But please, just don't play this team in form. I'm sick of it. Look what happened to the Knights. Um, since we played them, Mitchell Pierce is going to win a Dally M. 
since um the the, the Titans not Titans sorry the Cowboys have won the games like we're just playing every team. In Panthers the have won three on the trot. Yeah, exactly. We just we're like the, the gift or keep that keeps on giving. But yeah, hopefully we win. But yeah, just just actually, you know what we should do? Serious talk. We should target Milford in uh, running at him because he can't tackle and test out O'Sullivan. You know he might be nervous, want to make an impression. So tackle him when he kicks it, but don't do a tapai. Tackle him in the air, like up top. Sorry. Yeah. Test out Darius Boyd at fullback. He's awful. Um, you oh, him. Moses will be definitely testing out Darius Boyd with those midfield half bomb kicks. <laughs> I think you could call them, maybe. Um, yeah, it's as I said before, it's pretty bleak. Um, sorry for this is awful radio. This is awful podcasting. I'm just... I'm in a bad place. <laughs> um, 20... No, I won't even score that many. 8 to 2 our way. Mike Sivo on his... Keeping his try-scoring record. So what that... If that's up, that's 8 in 8 games. Yeah, it's not bad. Um... What's, what's the record? Isn't it like 11 games in a row or something? Yeah, I think um, what's he got it last year? The second Cooper? Is it Matt Cooper? He got like 12 or 13? Yeah, Gavin Cooper. Gavin Cooper, that's the one. Um, Alright, then on to us. Uh, on to me, sorry. To us. <laughs> the royal, the real we. <laughs> um, um, I, I think we usually play the Broncos pretty well, especially at home, so I'm going to tip us 28 to 14. First try scorer, Mecca Sivor. That's pretty chirpy from you that's past two weeks you've been down the oh, I think I think Paul Gullen's um, comments uh, will certainly roll them up he said it wasn't a physically intense game last week and he's certainly correct he was 100% uh, right we, we, we were pillows we were pillows oh sorry I said we've got three games in a row at uh, West Bank Stadium or Bank West Stadium um, although one of them is of course a West's Tigers home game um yeah, make of that what you will. It'll be three-quarters filled Eels fans. Uh, but um, it's really a good opportunity for us to, to to really win some games, especially the Raiders have got a couple of injuries. Um, and they've also got uh, a couple of players in origin. And West Tigers are the West that's the Tigers. So. Week. That's the week <laughs> before. That's, no, that's two weeks before origin, isn't it? That won't be oh, origin. That won't be origin. Because then we have the no, bye no, the week the, before. No, it's the week before, isn't it? I know like, oh, you're right. Sorry, we've got we've, we've got, got the Broncos, the week before. then a bye, then we've got Raiders after. Oh, okay, I no, see. No, 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 no. no, no. Got Broncos this week, round fourteen. Then the Raiders in Darwin, round fifteen. So yeah, but the Ra- Raiders are on 29th, the 29th of June. And when's Origin? Origins that weekend, isn't it? Oh, or is that the first of July? It's the first of so, July. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, Who cares yeah. anyway? So, so we've got three home games, two at West ba- uh, Bank West, <laughs> one up at TIO up in Darwin um, against the Raiders. Uh, so it's not against the Cowboys, so we're not giving the Cowboys two home games up in <laughs> uh, up there. Um, but um, I think that's really a good chance. We really need to be winning these next three games if we do want to play finals. And I think we're in with a shot, but for the Raiders game, they're, they're playing some really good footy at the moment. Yeah. Um, because then after that, you've got the Seagulls away and, you know, I hate to admit it, but Hasler's got the Seagulls playing very well. Um, He's got the Especially down on troops. 
Um, and then after that, you've got eels. Uh, you got the Warriors at home, which you probably should win. Dragons, Eels, toss a coin. Eels, Knights. Knights always seem to beat us. And then our last run of games aren't too bad. Um, Titans away, we usually play pretty crap to them. Uh, Eels against Dogs at home, um, we should really get up for the Dogs. Uh, then Broncos and Eels up at Brisbane, we usually play them pretty well up there. And then we've got a home game to Seagulls. So it could really, be coming looking, down to those last three games, really. Well, you're looking at the pass marks going to be 12 wins. We've racked up six, seven losses. Um, so if we put ourselves in a position in the next couple of games to be sitting at eight, nine wins, then you've got to jag three from your final two, four, six, eight games. Um, and there's a couple of winnable ones in there, especially you're looking at the Titans, Warriors and Bulldogs games, um, which you'd, you'd be expecting to win. I can't believe we're... Jesus. Can we extend the footy season? Can we start a petition? To forget all these elite players saying, oh, the season's too long, it's too tough. Make the season longer. Make it 50 weeks, 50 <laughs> rounds. Forget an off-season because that's when, you know... All the ridiculous stuff happens and we've got players doing whatever they want. Get them playing 50 weeks a year. You get a two-week break. You get you get one week in the middle of the year. You get one week break for Christmas and New Year's. Even then, that might be too long. And then extend and make the squads into 50. 50-man squads. Easy. There you go. I've... I need I need to be the CEO of NRL. I've got my feet up, coming up with ideas that are already better than anything the NRL's ever thought of. Got my got my nice warm socks on. And I'm already doing a better job than Todd. So hire me. I need a job. <laughs> All right. Well I think that'll wrap us up. So off uh, June long weekend, Bertie, what'd you get up to? Uh, nothing really much, just uh uh, I went and saw the old man and my nieces and nephew. Um, other than that, it's a quiet weekend actually. Just um, stayed at home really. Just nothing else to do. It's too cold to do anything to be honest. I hate winter, but I ate some over more. So go figure. Um, other than that, Twitter. Well, your dad, your dad, your dad gave me some horse tips, and I'm glad I didn't back them because they're all fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got a tip. I don't get anything, man. I gotta, I gotta call him up and say you got any tips today, but um. Yeah, that Twitter is all right. No, no arguments this week because um, you've blocked everyone. No, Everyone's blocked no, you. No, I, th- I think I got the West Tigers guys because oh, oh, I was just um, I was um, did a little smiley emoji and to their hashtag oh, our jungle yeah. and just awesome. a reminder of seventy nine to six in their first two games. There. Yeah, some Greek Tigers fan had a go at you, but um, it's not about the wooden spoons, but oh, oh, oh. it was a bit of banter back and forth. Like seriously, if you're going to big up wooden spoons, like low-hanging fruit just means you're a complete moron. Like, <laughs> you, you come from a merged club and one of those teams has the most wooden spoons out of any other club. You combine the two between Balmain and West Magpies and you can always pick out the Balmain fans because they're the biggest arrogant fuckwits. Um, the Western Balmain, Suburbs fans they're good. are fine. They're, they're fine. Absolute Western Suburbs. They should actually bring back the Western Suburbs Magpies. That's what they. Sh- that's what I said. That's what I said. Bring back Western Suburbs Magpies. What do Balmain offer these days? They're broke. They, they they have absolutely nothing. They offer nothing that joint venture. So bring back Western Suburbs. Forget the Bears. Bring back the Western Suburbs. Well, it doesn't yeah, help. Abs- they don't help themselves, Tigers, when they tweet out our jungle for every stadium that they play at. You know, like you set yourself up for disaster. Oh, I know that's their tag because on the bus, the bus has broken down and gone over to Penrith. But um, all right, sorry, him. What'd you get up to? Yeah, what'd I you went get up out to? camping to 
lovely Lake Lyle, but it wasn't as cold as I thought it was going to be. I had my thermals packed, I had the gloves packed, beanie, balaclava, but it ended up only being about three degrees at the coldest, so... Yeah, it usually gets into the negatives there and it's lovely and cold and you sit behind it, sit next to a fire and it's really nice but no it wasn't wasn't to be this time it was actually really mild and uh hoping to catch a few trout and put them on the smoker but no trout were biting that weekend it was all redfin which you've got a a psa for everybody out there if you catch redfin make sure you kill them don't throw them back because they are uh, an invasive species they are a pest so um make sure you get rid of them so i caught about four or five of them got rid of them so i I like to think that i'm doing my bit for and all and for all you pc uh, bleeding heart lefties out there boy you 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 custard eating or just i'm killing fish (laughs) i'm doing the right thing by the environment so um i think they prefer um what is it um What's he toast? A- avo toast. Oh, that's smashed, what I prefer. Smashed avo toast. I was right because that's gluten free, whereas custard is not dairy. It's dairy. So um, yeah, I yeah I don't know what I'm going on about. Had a good weekend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was gonna say the greenies <laughs> like a bit of biodiversity. I think they're quite happy to kill off invasive species. Yeah, but it's um, all the, it's all the bleeding hearts that say. Like the ones that say you shouldn't put down brumbies. Get rid of them. They're invasive species. Who cares if they're horses? They're not, not native to Australia. Get rid of them. And then on to me. So the, the weekend started so promising. So we went out to, to Dubbo. Went to Western Plains Zoo. But on um, Saturday, went to Parks. Um, parks. Oh. Parks picnic races were on. Three three from three on the horses. Oh, Parks' best and finest were out there at the races. I'll tell you that much. Well, probably about five years ago. I played at the, I think it was the Railway Hotel on the Oh, yeah, I went weekend. to the Railway Hotel. Yeah, yep. so I, I, my band played a gig there for, for like 500 bucks. So That's <laughs> some good grub there, actually. Yeah, so it was all right. Except I got gypped on the beer because the bloke said, oh, how much do you pay for a beer in Sydney, mate? And I said, well, I come from Blacktown, so I pay about four bucks for a schooner. He goes, no, you don't pay that. That's, that's not Sydney prices. And he charged me about $7. I was like, wow. wow. Like we're in parks, mate. It should be two fifty. It was happy. Well, hour. I went to go grab a jug of beer, and he said I'd be jipping you if I gave you a jug. Cause the jug was eighteen bucks, but I got four schooners for sixteen bucks. <laughs> well, he was right. <laughs> so there you go. But then uh, on Saturday, I went to Parks Telescope. You know, shooting those aliens out of the sky with the the Parks Telescope, and then over to Dubbo Zoo. But then Monday, went out to the Old Man. Um, it was his birthday. They live out at North Richmond, uh, so I drove back from Dubbo, went out there, um, left my bag there, left my bag with my work laptop, so I drive home, oh. getting ready for work at about nine o'clock um, on Monday night, fuck, haven't got me back, so I go, oh, shit, ring up mum, mum's got it out there, so I drive out there, then on my way back, um, there's a back road that I go, um, bit of a shit road, uh, car, car's sort of on my side of the road as I turn onto it, so I like, get over to the edge of the road, hit a massive pothole, blow out the front tyre. Oh, um, shit. Back tyre, rims buckled too. So I just have to drive it up the road, 10 o'clock at night, in my PJs, <laughs> changing a tyre. <laughs> and then uh, managed to get the car home and then uh, rig up the dealer this morning. If I want a new rim, it's 1100 bucks. I said, fuck that. Went down to the, um, the tyre place and got to get two new rims, two new tyres, $714. Thank you very much. 
all because I forgot me bag. That's what happens so, when you go to parks. Moral of the story, never go to fucking parks. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah I won't be able to go to, uh, afford to go to any other games this year now <laughs> I'll have to raid your dad's wallet Bertie oh yeah hey, no, no, after, do, after when I do it alright let me raid it first and you can have the leftovers we'll, we'll share in the proceeds <laughs> alright well Eels home game um, you won't get another one until 27th of July um, so you may as well get out there um, although I guess you could class West's home game on 14th of July is our home game really um, but uh, Eels over the Broncos hopefully we can see it happen and um, then we'll catch you on the next podcast. cheers cheers later yeah, see you guys Thank you.